Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today on Drawing Near, Paul begins to conclude his letter and gives the Colossian saints some final instructions. These are vital. After all that Paul has said, these are foundational things that are not to be neglected. So let's open our Bibles and turn to Colossians chapter 4 as we study devotion to prayer. Let's pray together as we begin our study. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for all of its instructions. I thank you for your presence and protection in our lives, the way you guide and direct through your Holy Spirit. It's a blessing to have your comfort and your care with us all the time. And we thank you, Father, that we can come before you in prayer at any time, day or night. You are always present, always ready, and you even know our needs before we ask. And you're able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ask. Father, your word tells us that we have not because we ask not. And sometimes we ask and don't receive because we ask wrongly. Father, you're wise. You know what we need. You know what's best for us. And you're loving. You want what's best for us. So, Father, guide us and instruct us in prayer. Help us to understand these words and their importance. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. So in Colossians chapter 4, beginning in verse 1, we read, Masters, grant to your slaves justice and fairness, knowing that you too have a master in heaven. Now, frankly, verse 1 belongs with the last chapter. In the last chapter, we dealt with husbands and wives and parents and their children, and then slaves and their masters. And now this verse deals with masters and how they are to treat their slaves. Sometimes we forget that we're not the only believers in our community. There are many believers who are employees, servants, and many believers who are masters, are employers, or administrators, or bosses. Paul is talking to Christian masters, Christian slave owners, in this passage. Now, for us, this tells us that those who are in authority over others are to be just and fair in their treatment of people. If you're in a position to where you have people under your authority, you need to be very, very careful to be just, to do what's right, to not be partial. God requires those in leadership to be fair-minded and just with those under their authority. And the reminder here is, just as you're a master, you need to remember that you have a master You have one in authority over you in heaven. And we covered much of this in our last chapter. So moving on to verse 2, Paul writes, Devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving, praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open up to us a door for the word so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned that I might make it clear in the way I ought to speak. The first thing we need to recognize is the word devote is an imperative. It's a command. That's what we understand from the original language. He's not encouraging them to pray. He's telling them 
you need to devote yourselves to prayer. He's commanding them to do this. This is very strong language. And he's not just simply saying pray sometimes or pray faithfully. Rather, these individuals are to dedicate and devote themselves to prayer. They need to pray all the time. They need to be devoted to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. They are to be so devoted to prayer that they are watchful all the time in a prayerful mindset. They have a prayerful attitude all the time, and they're alert. They're alert to the devil. They're alert to sinful temptations. They're alert to those things that God desires for them. They are on guard. They are attentive in prayer all the time, and again, with an attitude of thanksgiving. Over and over again, we heard in chapter 3 that we are to give thanksgiving to God, that we are to be thankful. Here again, they are to devote themselves to prayer and be thankful. Verse 3 says, while they are devoted to prayer, they are to be praying for Paul and his co-workers as well. What are they to pray for? That God will open up for them a door for the word of God. We desire to share the word. We desire to witness. But we need to pray for one another, pray for ourselves, that God would open doors. Because if God doesn't open a door, if God's not working in the heart of someone around us, all of our testifying, all of our witnessing and teaching falls on empty ears. God must be at work in this. And so we want God to open up a door for us. That's what Paul says. Pray that God will give us a door so that we can preach the word. Then he clarifies, so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned. Paul says we want to preach the word. We want to share the gospel of Jesus, and this is the reason I have been imprisoned. Even though Paul is imprisoned for the gospel, he's praying for more doors to open up for him to continue to share the gospel. Now, many of us, once we've had our wrists slapped, or once we've experienced some negative responses or attitudes or repercussions to doing something, we stop doing it. But Paul isn't going to stop sharing the gospel. Doesn't matter if they beat him. Doesn't matter if they imprison him. He's going to continue to share the gospel. And he's going to command, implore other people to pray for him so that the doors will open, so that he can continue doing the very thing that he has been imprisoned for. And he says, I want you to pray not only for open doors, but I also want you to pray that I can clearly say what I need to say. Every Christian should be praying for those around them, particularly for their teachers, for their pastors, that they may make clear all the things that God puts on their heart to say. We need to pray that our pastors and teachers understand God's word, know God's word, and not only know and understand, but are able to clearly communicate God's word. God wants his word to be clear, to be understood. And so this is a matter of prayer. They're to devote themselves to prayer. They're to be alert in prayer. They're to give thanksgiving to God. And they're to pray for other people, particularly regarding proclaiming the word of God and making the gospel clear to others. May the Lord help us to devote ourselves to prayer, to be a praying people, not just at church, not just at Bible studies, not just when someone says, I'm sick or I'm hurting, please pray for me, 
but may God help us to be devoted to prayer all the time, to be alert and thankful. Father in heaven, work in our hearts and our lives. Draw us near to you so that we can be people who communicate with you. Emphasize in our hearts and our minds the importance of talking to you, of pleading with you, of entreating you to do these things that are necessary in our lives. We need to be reminded that we are powerless apart from your work in this world. So, Father, help us. Give us the critical understanding of the need for prayer in our lives. And, Father, we do pray that you would be glorified and honored by all that we do and by our obedience to your word. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.